0: Welcome to another fun-packed, thrill-filled, very, very sleepy edition of Nice Things. Nice Things. The antidote to modern living. And joining me, Sir Michael Libsley, this week we have...
1: My name is Paul Carmichael and I am the Earl of Southampton... No, I'm not, sorry. And you know, that annoys me. That annoys me. Because okay. I don't know if you've noticed, right, obviously, period of mourning and all that. And as the boys and girls are watching, we're getting ready for the sad day tomorrow. Which is fine, obviously. But... They're handing these peerages out like bloody sweeties again, aren't they? Because it's all trickling down, which is what we're told is going to happen in the country, right? Right, go on. It's not though, is it? Because it's not trickled down to me so bloody far. And once again, I'm feeling overlooked. I'm feeling overlooked.
0: All right, you're going to have to clue up somebody who doesn't follow any news or any social media on what you're talking about. Okay, but well, we'll go with basics.
1: You know that the Queen has passed oh, away. Oh, I know what you're
0: talking about. Right. Well, who has got a peerage that you object to? Well, no one's got one that I object to. Oh, but I spore- see. Ex- well, what Where's you've got mine? now. Well, there's a bit of that, yeah, because you've
1: got Prince of Wales, obviously now His Majesty the King. Mm. Prince William becomes Prince of Wales. Okay. So, so there should be, according to the government, a trickle-down thing that we should all be experiencing, which Everyone I think Everyone just- moves up a peg. That's the idea, although I think trickle down just means you have to piss yourself to keep yourself warm this winter.
0: Well, that's However, it. It's <clears throat> a bit of satire it out, for dancing you, dancing when you're happy.
1: That's exactly it. In the streets with the bunting out, but I'm just wondering where mine is. I'm just getting a bit Billy bunting. So
0: you've put the bunting out. And, well, obviously
1: yes. And do, then do, oh, do we put the bunting out for the funeral, or will that be? Would that look a I little? I think that
0: might be crass. A little crass, maybe a little, a little crass. So <clears throat> as I'm getting over this bloody virus, um. A few things are filtering through into the Libsley cosmology. Right. right. There was something, because every every weekend when I log on to do these with you, so yeah. I log on to social media, and I don't bother in the week. Um, obviously, I have to log on to um, to see where we're up to, I suppose. Well, yes. um, and, right, Phil Schofield and Hollaby, Hollaby, whatever she's called, something to do with Q jumping at the coffin. Hollaby City. For, Hollaby now, City, yes. Well, well, the both oh, casualties. That, right.
1: Mm. Now, that got my goat. Okay, that's obviously... But it's got, got everyone's goat. Well, no, but it's got, the, the, it's got their goats for the wrong reason. They're dragging their goats by the arsehole. I'm dragging mine by the nose because I'm by correct here. By the horns. Well, gripping the horns, Philip Schofield would approve. He however, would indeed. However, right, so everyone's going on that... They Q jumped What? They they cue jump. They weren't okay. there. They were there to film a documentary, though. They're there filming something for this morning. That's not cue jumping. Were they expect but David Beckham didn't
0: cue jump. David
1: Beckham wasn't making television. What's I don't understand why people are so stupid. We're with this in sort really of thing.
0: infantile times. We really are in infantile. We're there's a we're in that um binary nursery rhyme, um primary school mentality. Yes. We? we are, Good we man, absolutely bad man. are
1: That's exactly it, you are either right or wrong Now on this one, I'm sorry, but there is a press queue Of course there's a press queue They don't say to the cameramen who are filming the vigil Just, well, turn up 24 hours before you shift <laughs> These people seem to think that Okay, so Holly, Holly, Hollaby City and Hollaby Phillips Schofield Stand in line for 24 hours So we've presumably got to pay the crew to be on standby Because right, the queue might go quicker bullshit. It's total bullshit this because people don't understand bullshit. basics, so, and it annoys I'm guessing,
0: me. I'm guessing we've had on the rolling news like a long um, stretch of of like talking heads and people saying why Hollaby City and uh, Schofield Town are all completely wrong and how it's emblematic well, of mm, no. No, no,
1: no, no. no. There's been none of that on the actual news. That's just the social media. That's just oh, people shouting. That's okay. all that is. The people who don't understand what television means. Shouting. <laughs> it's Not being on the news. The news, they've been in the cubes talk to people and they're like, yeah, am out. Alright, I'm here.
0: I, I, oh. I saw some uh, great footage as well when I was on. I think it may have been is it Babel or Babel Colour? I'm not certain how you pronounce it. I think it's um, going
1: to be Babel Colour, like the Babel. Babel fish.
0: Right. Um, of the uh, lying in state of George the Sixth, mm. don't know if you saw that. I haven't seen it, but it's a strange. I, sorry, sorry. Go on, go on. It's it's. You see, part of me, right? Yeah. You know, I, I don't particularly align myself with the ideas that we should have a monarchy, right? No, absolutely. And then the other compartment of me, Ed, is is it's feeling all Shakespearean and sort of classical and it's like, God save the King. And, and, um, what's the other bit? This, this vigil Mm. is almost like, um, it's kind of Arthurian, isn't it? It's like Mm. uh, Coleridge. It's, it's all that, um, you know, William Waterhouse paintings. It's, there's this whole, I was speaking the other night with Simon about this, this whole, you know, are you able to do this? I'm certain you are. Um, Put yourself into that sort of age of kings, chivalric, oh. you know, that mindset. And Instantly. You can, you can plug into that feudal worldview. Yes, and yes. Then, then when you do that, and then you think about, you know, the, the, the sovereign is not one human entity, but actually two entities mm. whereby they are the sort of corporeal human being mm. uh, who is king or whatever it may be. But they're also, they represent the land. Mm you know that whole sort of yeah absolutely that um um, transcendental uh, aspect to what monarchy is and and this line in state this vigil thing is kind of it's it's i I think this has brought it out in the populace really it's it's shocked us back into that mindset of the monarch being the land and the monarch being not so much representing god but as mm. close to God as we can get it, you know. I'd, I'd, I'm not. I'm too tired to even put it in proper words. No, no, Sorry, no. I, I get. It I get you. words.
1: I get you, and it's that whole idea of God's representative, the chosen monarch. Absolutely, you know. Um, and I, I'm like you. I mean, this is a strange thing. I'll defend this, but I'm not a royalist in the same way as I'll defend the BBC, whilst also going, "Oh dear, it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it?" I, I. But to me. What we've got is there are so many countries all over the world who in the past, they had all this, and then they got rid. So now their history is just something that they've got to read about. We get to watch ours, and I like that we fact. We are watching it, you're right. We are watching it. We are watching a ceremony. When you watch the coronation, you're going to be watching a ceremony that dates back a thousand
0: years. That's you know, what I'm talking about, and that's the continuity, I love that. isn't it? Yeah, That's and the continuity I, that represents the land. That's it. And this is why I
1: got so upset about Philip Schofield and Willoughby City, because at the end of the day, (laughs) Willoughby Goddard, maybe. But at the end of the day, (laughs) I love Willoughby Goddard. Anyway, but at at the end of the day, what you've got, I think, Philip and and Holly or whatever, there, there, there will be people all over the country, maybe the world, who would like to go and watch that vigil, who can't, who watch This Morning. I believe it is popular. I wouldn't watch it myself. However... This is a way of showing them. It's just it's a way mm. of documenting history. I just think it's the most petty, stupid arse water I've seen on Twitter <laughs> for a long time, that one. That got me crossed. Yes, but, you know, you have the
0: capacity for critical thought. <clears throat>
1: I just understand how telly's made, that you don't no, just want, like he... magic. No, no it. let
0: me unpack that, as the Americans say. Mm. So, therefore, even though you're not very fond of Willoughby goddard City no, and no. Schofield Town AFC, yes. um, and the BBC, whatever it may be, you're yeah, willing yeah. to defend them mm. when something isn't actually an accurate representation of the truth, and, and yes, that's what people do. They're like, "Oh, great, this is." I've got straw. I'll make bricks because I don't like them, and it's. And I think that that's the problem with a lot of arguments online these days. A lot of it, people will just grasp at any straw in order mm. to construct an argument and it's just like nobody's particularly bothered that the straw in question isn't really true and you no. see it all the time and it's that churchill quote isn't it um, a lie can make its way around the world before the truth has even got its boots on mhm and if we could just dispense with all that silliness that would be lovely
1: i don't, I don't know think i just can't i think but i think that the arguing it's it's a weird one isn't it I, again because I'm the worst person to comment on this sort of thing. But I just think that at the moment, when you've got all these people sort of like, somebody will post something about the royals and it's immediately followed by comments comment about, the monarchy, bollocks and all this stuff. Just wait. Just wait till Tuesday. That's all you've got to do. Because I don't at the end per- of the day, somebody's dead. And, it's, and I think that, that aspect we've it.
0: lost that humanity somewhere. I think it, what we're seeing in really sharp focus is the fact that, our national characteristics have been assaulted for so long um that you know decency uh, um temperance i don't think we're a country with extremist i don't think we're you know like the french have got what do you call it the french are very passionate whatever you want to call it but they're very quick to you know the they're inflammatory they're, they're quick to that and i don't think we've we are traditionally like that in this country. Well, no, um, if we were,
1: we'd be in the streets the moment the heating bills went up 4% for them. They're out there... So there is set, a
0: downside to it. Setting I fire agree.
1: to sheep and blocking the roads and saying, absolutely no. And the upshot of that is the government go, oh, all right, then, no. Whereas we go, huh. That's about the well, response.
0: I don't know if it's, her. I, I, I think that Was we... are too
1: got... too empathic, too much energy and lost in that, to be true? I
0: it? think there's a sort of, you know... I think our national characteristics, right? I think that they are best embodied in John Lemes. Uh, I, I think that that is kind of you know oh, oh dear dear. Anyway, yes, let's yes. let's have a scotch and put a bet on. You mm. know that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. There's that sort of you know the English way. Um, yes. As yes. A, <clears throat> I don't know if you know Gong the band Gong. They've got a great oh, yes. track called Oily Way um only way and david allen who's an australian in mm-hmm. one of the breaks says it's not the english way um and this is not the english way to uh, mm. get so what is it that sherlock holmes says i'm so distressed to see you getting so warm over a trifle yeah. <laughs> he ejaculated
1: probably he did um, he frequently did
0: he did, indeed. Mm. It's, just, it's quite uh, amusing when you first read that in the Sherlock Holmes book, isn't it? He ejaculated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Um, but anyway,
1: so yes. Yeah, so, well, there you go.
0: There you go. I feel that we've put the world to rights there. Don't go on social media is my tip.
1: I try not to. I really,
0: really you know, do since try I stopped, not to. And I do go on it at the weekend. Yeah. I put a photograph of my fire on there on Friday night. I saw um, that. That was nice, yeah. Yeah, I put that on there the other day. But... Um, I think that the uh, saying, if you've got nothing nice to say, tweet it, um, comes yeah. into play here, doesn't it? Um, I but yeah, it I, is, I prefer yeah. to have that. I think it was called that kingly world. You know, and we go through stages of it, don't we? You know, you've got the Normans who came over and murdered um, mm-hmm. Harold. Um, and then 150, 200 years, the Normans who became the Plantagenets... Uh, so named after the white plant, Plantagenista, uh, and who became the White Rose of York. But we'd be here all day. Um, They started to venerate the Saxon kings and celebrate them, even though they destroyed them. So even in the 13th century, you've got a harking back to that age of kings, to that chivalry, you know, potentially that didn't exist. I'm trying to think, was it Geoffrey of Monmouth who first sort of Yes. Wrote the Arthurian story down. I mean, it was yes, first, it is, not, yeah. oral tradition, wasn't it? But yeah, he first wrote it down. And with Monmouth's work, everyone started getting obsessed with kingly ways and you know, court, mm. court, courtly love. Court, um, yeah, um, didn't she marry Kurt Cobain? And mm. um, then you have it happening um, in Elizabethan times mm-hmm. with the great playwrights, then you have it in Victorian times with Coleridge mm. and uh. Is it John William Waterhouse, the paintings I mentioned? And I think, I think that's happening again with this because what we're, what we're seeing is, and this is, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate here. What, mm. what we're seeing here is that people are realising that monarchy is actually a continuum as opposed to an embodiment of human beings. Mm. And that, because so many of us have never seen the baton past. Yes. What we're actually watching is a transferal of power, and it's a strange thing to see. And humans like ritual, and mm-hmm. by and by visiting the coffin, a lot of hu- a lot of people are feeling as though they are actually playing a role because paying respect to the dead monarch and the vigil and all that is actually a role within the transferal of power. And when that ends, that's it. Mm. That period of mourning ends, and it's all hooray, you know. As you heard, oh I think yes, the, was it the day she, or after she died? Uh, the God save the the queen is dead. God save the king. And yes, and for people like us, we're like, ooh, that's in a oh yes, yeah, ooh, yeah, oh, you know, you know what I mean. It, it's oh, kind yes. of I, I think there's something being tweaked within mm-hmm. our national psyche about this, whereby well, we're like,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right though. This is something that's not been seen for seventy years, has it? So that's a bit. Little bit exciting, but I'll bet you that the that the uh, pictures from Babel Color will have looked precisely
0: like the ceremony. They do, we're getting and, now. and that's what I'm saying. This isn't North it, Korea. Yeah. Mm. People aren't being <clears throat> cattle prodded to go down and visit that coffin. Mm. There's something happening here where no, people feel like they are stakeholders in this system, which yeah. we have not seen. I mean we've physically not seen for 70 years but I don't think we've seen that kind of manifestation of people in this country feeling that they have a stake in society mm. um for years and years and years it's it's very interesting from a sociological point of view it's fascinating isn't it mm. but mm. but it's it's peculiar that that the old tribalism
1: has sort of shifted now because it, it keeps shifting about this doesn't it where we've got this polarized thing in the country and I was kind of hoping that the majority would go well. Let's just calm it down for this. Maybe they have, because once again, hardly anyone's actually on Twitter, and I'm judging it on that, I suppose. So maybe people have calmed down a little. I would hope so. I think something like this is because it is all our pasts. You know, all of us mm. um, own this this moment in a way, because it's been our it's been our past. It'll be our future, and. I think that to end up, if we were to end up as another country who can just read about these things rather than see them once in a blue moon. Personally, I prefer to see history like this in front of my face in full 4K on television because mm. I won't go and see it obviously, but
0: Ooh, far far absolutely
1: not. Ooh, Precious it work. There. Yes. Um, but to be able to see this, I think that's a lovely thing. I think that's special. I think really. it's
0: very, very interesting. It's mm. It's very, very interesting in terms of what initially formed that system in the first place was it's that need it's that need for people to feel the safe it's that need for people to feel they have a protectorate it's that need for people to want this to continue like i say it's not north korea no um and for some reason this system has resilience and it works now it does You know, uh, this is where I'm talking critical thought time, Mm. you know, putting aside your personal view, think about, you know, the greater good and and what actually works. And Mm. it seems to work. I hate to admit it.
1: But it, it does seem to, it seems to be something that can it's, the, it's a bit of a glue that combined us, isn't it? Which mm. I think is probably what's needed. But what I'm interested in is this: yes. when you said about that that ability to hark back to the age of kings, which I, I would absolutely agree with, do you do you are you able to actually sort of like specifically see mm. yourself in those times, or is it more that that emotional connection? Which, i's, or is it bit, both or what?
0: I, I don't know what it is, and and it is, it is shaped, isn't it? by Mm. all those um, you know cultural signposts that I mentioned Monmouth, um, Coleridge whatever Mm. it may be so I do see the sort of mullion windows um, with the sun streaking through the stained glass and the knight kneeling at the altar you know Mm. praying um, about to go into battle we had a great history teacher who um, Mr. Gannon and he really sort of uh, you know my memory of th- those classes you know we were talking the other week about how all you need is actors with a play Yes. and if they believe the text you see the mountains you see this you see that yeah, yeah. his lessons were like that you you know in my memory of those lessons it's like him stood there um and it's it's all in vivid detail I can mm. see it um if I put myself in those times I would like to think. I wouldn't be born into the station that I was born in here because the feudal mindset told you that if you were uh, a peasant, born uh, a peasant, then if you tried to break out, and this is what was great for the ruling class if you tried to break out of your station in life, it was a, a sin. You know, you would yes. go to hell because God had decided. Where you would be born, and this this is why the king is the king because God had put them there, mm-hmm. uh, um, and they decided where they were born. I'd like to think that I'd be. You remember how I think it was uh, Ben Elton described Blackadder as being a twentieth cent a person with a twentieth century mindset in those times. Yes. So I'd like to think I would be a kind of Edmund Blackadder who'd look around him and stride like a giant, going, "I don't care what God thinks. Yeah. I am going to." Blah bu- blah bu- Because there are many sort of. Um, extant <coughs> accounts of people who did rise from the peasantry to mm. become nobility and, and it was just somebody who was like, oh right I can see how this works yes. right, let's have some of this So, mm. and there's also that sort of and this is back to Mr Gannon again in the way he described the Black Death, I think uh, I'm talking 13th century there, am I? Yes 14th? Uh, um, four, anyway, medieval medieval, back to and he said, you know, a peasant who survived the Black Death could sort of stride through the countryside and happen upon a great manor house where all the inhabitants have died and just claim it. Mm. And I just remember thinking, man, I know a lot of people die, but, you know, it's nice yeah. to hearing it. Well,
1: this is the thing, isn't it? Because straight away I think that that sounds magnificent, but I'm assuming I'm not going to be one of the, what was it, third of Europe that died. Yeah. But if I if I wasn't one of them, I'd love that. But what I love there is, of course, I mean you're right because feudalism basically said stay in your lane to people. But of course, that's where we get the beginnings of of drama in in this country with uh, liturgical plays. You know, because there were no actors, so it was literally it was the peasants who twice a year, I think it was Easter and Christmas, got to do a bit of drama on the steps of uh, some building and there's the beginnings of a theater right there It's a couple of hundred years before it stops being pl- played by peasants who there's reports of people actually being crucified during those periods. oh yeah oh, you'd yeah. sacrifice yourself you'd say yeah absolutely and and if you died through a rusty nail well you're going to go straight to heaven because you were doing the lord's work that's but, right you know we've got the beginnings of that for me it's i i can't do that i've interest get crucified. I oh, I can't do that just now, but no. no I can't I can't picture it like that. But then again, I can with things that I was told by my English teacher, who was called Mrs Finnegan, who was from Belfast and had, you know, such a thick accent that I'd only ever heard on why don't you when they would say that they were going to review a film or something. Yeah. Um and everything she told me, even though it was about Thomas Hardy, I can I can picture Huge amounts of Tess of the Durbervilles, including a shop that's mentioned in it, and I can picture, I can smell the shop. Well, with Hardy's writing, two. well, yes, but with it being brought to life with this intense, mm. slightly threatening Northern Irish accent, because at the time, I only ever knew that accent from Newsround and Northern Ian Irish Paisley. meant Jerry Adams, Ori and Paisley, yes. So Jerry Adams dubbed, of course, but of course. Um, I think what I can do with that period because I had mr brett for history and he just tried to make the holocaust come to life in horrible detail he had he had terrible blood pressure so his his entire head was purple yeah we had and one it, of them it's amazing and his voice was down there and he couldn't raise his voice and and he had that spun gold hair Ah, it yes. Was quite but we had mr. Uh, he was he was just terrifying but, but are you remember... talking
0: about times when people would travel they would walk mm a hundred miles to go and see the bones of st oswald or to go and see um you know saint swithin's or whatever it may be and they would parade in very elaborate gold and um ornate chairs and they'd carry these bones around the country i mean um i'm trying to think who uh the artist is but who said you know those cathedrals and this is the age of kings as well because they constructed these cathedrals You know, he said, can you imagine if you were a peasant living in your little sort of mud shack with straw on the roofs? And there was the cathedral with the stained glass window and the lights coming through the windows and stuff like that. And the way he put it was, it would look like a spaceship. And I was like, yes. Oh, it would. Yes. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, have you ever been to Fountains Abbey in Yorkshire? Oh, that's magnificent. It's huge, vast. I mean, forget being a peasant. I stand there, and when I've been, I just look at it, and I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. Well, that was
0: one route out of the peasantry, wasn't it? To mm. take holy orders.
1: Well, absolutely. Um, not the best thing to do around the dissolution time, but I suppose beforehand, well, I, I could have started getting out of there. I and mean, to me, it's very much, it is that sort of, rather than being able to pitch it, picture it, it's that spiritual sort of empathy that you feel with... With old buildings, I always—it's like with Fountains Abbey or anywhere like that—I always make a point that I spend a little bit of time just putting my hand on the masonry. For some reason, it's that idea that other—how many other people have mm. touched it? That's the connection for me. But at Fountains Abbey, mate, when it gets dusk, the floodlights come on outside, and the whole building is lit up. And then they start playing plain chant through every sort of little nook and cranny. It's just this. Is even it like the song. Time Meddler? Yes, it is. Yes, however, yeah. I, however, I had actually um, seen this before I saw the time medal I'd been there. So, I, so for once, it's not Doctor Who telling me something's nice. It's an actual experience, which is rather good. I'm but those
0: stones, that. I go along with the stone tape theory, mm-hmm. um, wherein the stones do actually sort of record the emotions of the people mm. who felt them around them. And that's why these places are... I mean, it is unique. That's why our history is the envy of the world. And mm. that's why it's probably, you know, on balance, not a bad thing that we haven't got sort of chairman trust and that we didn't abolish all of this stuff back in uh, round about 1917 when the Irish were kicking off. I think there was a... It's strange, isn't it? Because we're again in that again that 100-year cycle of of tumult and uh, mm. all, all the other things. Oh, um, God,
1: yeah, because uh, didn't... Queen, well, Queen Victoria at one point... The monarchy was in a right state, and she had to work her arse off to rebuild it in people's eyes, which I suppose is what the, most people would say the,
0: the Queen just departed did as well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've certainly never sat still. Um, mm. <clears throat> so, mm. the monarchy is a nice thing, is it? Oh, dear. Well, I don't know. I uh... Again, I return to those tapestries of, of Kingly. Of kingly times. Oh, the age um, of kings!
1: Can we say that the age of kings is a age nice thing? Of kings. Be and ambiguous. We are seeing that. I mean, we I'm are seeing
0: it. We're going to see another investiture, then, aren't we? If uh, William becomes Prince of Wales.
1: Well, uh, I think we probably will do. It'll be Carnarvon again. Um, Looking possibly... at the
0: footage of that, mm-hmm. that's like a, t- a time machine.
1: It absolutely is lovely color videotape from 1968. It's astonishing, perfect. It is absolutely beautiful. Which again is why don't complain about certain people cue jumping. They're documenting this stuff. These are the documents
0: that people will watch in 100, 200 years' time, and they can actually watch this stuff. But the media don't help. I know you say it's on social media, but the media don't help the sort of photos they've put out there. So I, like I say, very brief look. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but on Twitter, you know, in the bit that it says trending or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. the column in it, um, mm. it's like outrage at Willoughby Goddard, blah 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 blah, yeah. and there's a photograph of them looking like, well, what's the word? They just look guilty. They've picked a photograph to make them look like, oh, we're queue jumping here. Exactly. Exactly, it's the oldest trick in the book,
1: isn't it? Mm. It's like all you've got to do, as a, as a tabloid journo, is you hang around outside a nightclub with a with a camera going, and at some point you'll get yeah. a photo of some celeb blinking, half blinking, because they're yeah. half blinking, they look pissed, and yeah. you go with that photo. It's the same thing we've seen. Oh, it, it's we know dreadful. how it works. It's talking of dreadful. Here's something, right? right. So tomorrow. Um, yes. Obviously I was seeing what the schedule was on the television tomorrow uh, and I set record ah, okay. for the BBC, which was a bit peculiar because um, it, when I found the state funeral, I pressed record and it said, um, do I want to record just this uh, just this episode or do I want to set a series link?
0: <laughs> Is
1: she going to come back Brilliant. and make us go through it again? I wonder. Brilliant. But no, what I liked was that if you look on the old EPG, BBC television, The State Funeral of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. ITV.
0: Carry on, (laughs) Ronard. Queen Elizabeth
1: II. No, no. Queen Elizabeth II, colon, the state funeral. I thought that was a bit common. Because they're putting, you know, they're they're using the star name first. That's a bit like Holly
0: and Phillips this morning. It's Queen Elizabeth in the Queen's Funeral. Well, the ITV coverage is, well, it traditionally was always a little bit down market. Because you'd have Dimbleby on BBC One, wouldn't you? Yeah, who would have been I, on ITV? I don't know, someone off World of Sport. Dickie Davis. Dickie Davis. Hello, good <laughs> evening. You know what I mean? You join us. That was always <laughs> the, the salutation from sports reporters, wasn't it? You join oh, us yeah. as we blah, 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 blah. I'd love it if they wheeled out Dickie Davis tomorrow. I'd love it. For the I clip think for that. I'd watch that.
1: No, no, I don't think he is, you know. Is he not? I, oh, I, that's I good checked. That's I checked recently. We're going to have a quick Google on this one. Uh, oh, I'm fairly certain. That's the
0: best news of the day.
1: Hang on a minute. I could be wrong. Let's hope I not, hope you're then, not we're going to have to extend the mourning period of the country because of Dickie Davis, but no, he's alive and well, he's 89. Yes, right.
0: Well, that's a no-brainer. Do you know where he's from? No. Wallasey. Oh, there you go. It is a North The Wirral produces chat. Elton Wellesby's of this world, and it produces these sort of sports reporters, doesn't it, the Wirral? It does, doesn't it? You know, it an awesome. also gave us John Peel. Well, yes, it did.
1: I just, I'm just, just shocked by that. I love Dickie Davis. Obviously, Dickie Davis was a treat because we weren't allowed ITV. So yeah. Dickie Davis was someone I would glimpse oh, at the end of World of Sport round my nan's house. And I was like, what's this? What's this? Just this... It was the her. I got very confused because yeah. it would only have been about two or three, but I got confused because he looked far too much like Basil Brush. So in my head, I thought yeah. this is the other channel's equivalent of Basil Brush, but I could never quite fathom it out properly. Her there were loads of special. blokes
0: who looked like that then, weren't there? Mm. You know, mm. there were loads of sort of stocky little fellas with mm. uh, impressive manes of hair. Yes. Um, we, don't, we don't so much see them now. No, we don't. We don't you, see that. You go down Weatherspoons, and they're all kind of bleached and, um, you mm, know, yeah, uh, the spirit's all gone out of them. I suppose Weatherspoons is a bad example, but he's the kind of chap who would have done 18 hours and then done uh, a good six in the bar. Oh, absolutely.
1: You know? you know that with Dickie Davis. Yes. You know it. Oh, yes. no, absolutely. Lots of time for Dickie Davis. I'm glad he's still around. I hope we make a big Lights, fuss when right. he isn't as well. I so, have so we you got any have a nice? day off. What, for Dickie Davis being alive?
0: Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, let's
1: have Monday off for that reason. Let's have Monday. Let's well, have we tomorrow. Well, we can have Tuesday off. So we can have the Davis. funeral tomorrow, and then Dicky yeah. Davis Day on the Tuesday. Dicky Davis Day. I think that should be a, a regular thing, shouldn't it? I agree. I hope he's well. I am well. Sh- latest photos. He seems to be well. Yeah. Splendid. So, so from now on, uh, that'll be the twentieth of September every year is Dicky Davis Day. Dicky Davis like Day. Immortalised yes. by you get, half-man,
0: uh, half-biscuit in uh, Dickie Davis' eyes. Of yes.
1: Course. Uh, not um, as, what was the other one? Oh, it's I Hate Neris Hughes by that Welsh gang. I didn't approve of that.
0: Um, Rod Hull is Alive, Why? was one of their songs.
1: <laughs> really?
0: I think so, yeah. And 99% of all gargoyles look like Bob Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, uh, I thought was great. Bit- oh, oh, Half-man, Half-biscuit. Tremendous lyrics. Oh, Tremendous lyrics. Love him. Um, did you have you have you had
1: anything nice this
0: week? Well, we're running down the clock at four We minutes. are. Um, however, I bought a new switch, um, which is the reason why we have nice stable internet this week. I bought a that. switch, like a light switch. No, 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 like a, a an Ethernet switch. Oh,
1: yes. that sounds like something a man would have
0: to fix. It's. it's it, no, you just plug them in.
1: <clears throat> that sounds I like thought something that. a man would have to do for me.
0: Well, he would. Yes, he would. But, uh, you know, rather than pay um, a Malk to come and do it, it wouldn't be a Malk anyway. It would be, what did we decide they were called the other week? Ronald. What, the
1: IT fellas?
0: IT fellas, yeah, so probably I don't know what. Dan. It'd be a Dan. Dan. It It'd would be a Dan. It would be a Dan. It would Absolutely. always be it a Dan. Would, oh, it would be a Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rather than pay Dan Dan, the IT man, to come round at, at, at vast <laughs> exhaustive fees, Dan Dan, fees, yes. Dan, Dan uh, really. I plugged it in. Uh, how about you? Got any nice things? Um, oh, well, yeah,
1: I had something turn up because the Royal Mail finally bucked their ideas up, so I got it. It's the it's the hit single. Well, it's not really a hit single, but it was published by Hit Records of uh, Patrick Cargill and the Petticoat Twins singing the theme tune from Father, Dear Father. Oh, lovely. Oh, it's awful. Oh, I... It, it, uh, you can tell that uh, Patrick's there in the studio and someone's doing that on his shoulder to keep him in time, like they had to do with Patrick Mcnee, just hitting him on the shoulder to keep him vaguely in time. I don't understand
0: that. I don't oh. understand why you can't keep time with music.
1: It's the John LeMesh thing. He just doesn't have the. Uh, I'll just say it along and see what happens. That's why. Oh, I can't be bothered. On that, that wonderful Dad's Army album, that's why John LeMesh's one contribution is a nightingale sang in Berkeley Square, and he just speaks it. He doesn't beautiful. sing a word. He just talks. And it's he beautiful. not be bothered.
0: It's perfect. That oh, voice, uh, forged by brandy and capstan full strength. Mm. Um, but plaintive. Of... You can imagine him,
1: right, thinking back to Berkeley Square when he does yeah. that. It, there's a truth, yeah. there's an honesty, isn't there, in his it's voice? There's rich. a sadness as well.
0: It reeks of Mallard Vale. It does. Oh, um, yes. And, yes extra
1: strong cigarettes and, for John. Extra
0: strong, ooh, yeah, special Oof, cigarettes, yes. good jazz. Absolutely. He loved music, though. He could play the piano, so I'm sure he could mm. keep time. He, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> you know I mean? that, <laughs> that's probably I what think it was. So. Oh, really? Uh, I love mm. that bit where he does that, doesn't he? He sort mm. of rubs his eyebrow when he's acting. That's that's a John Lamez. It's That's like a Pert- lovely thing. Pertwee does the back of the neck. Yeah. Mm. Well, hey, is, uh, but this is just—it's oh, awful. It's, it's that terribly sort of, hard. Uh, it? yeah. He traces the line of his eyebrow. <laughs> oh, I really don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> though. Oh. Oh yeah. I should imagine uh, he was uh, quite the man to know. I'd love to have known him. And oh, on that yes. note, mm. uh, we shall wrap up whatever this week's, this Sunday's thing is. Mm-hmm. And we hope you have a lovely three days. And until the next time. Goodbye. Uh, Bye-bye. Nice Things, the Antidote to Modern Living, was presented by Sir Michael Livesley and Lady Paul Carmichael. The music was written by Michael Livesley... And the flutes were played by Andy Frizzell and John No Jokes Please Lewis. Nice Things is a Guilty Dog production.